the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and God, amen. May the Lord bestow upon us his grace and his blessing, now and ever, and to the age of all ages, amen. <coughs> As we heard the Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, chapter 10, which is the gospel that it deals with the apostles. And as we know that this is the first Sunday, the blessed month of Aviv, and because the Feast of the Apostles is in this month, then all of the four Gospels of the Sundays that are in this month are related to the work, the blessing, and the power that God had given the Apostles to preach and to teach. <coughs> this uh, Gospel reading, which is the small commi commission, there's the Great Commission that the Lord gave the Apostles at the very end, uh, uh, in the time of his ascension. And this one was when he was, uh, be they began the work and the ministry with great power and glory. What does it mean to be an apostle of the Lord? There are many words we use to describe the 12 and the 72. We call them disciples, we call them apostles, and the disciples are apostles. But there is a slight difference. The disciple is the one who is learning from the feet of the Lord. When we use the term apostle, it means someone who is sent out, sent out to do the work of the Lord after they have sat at his feet and learned of his blessing. That the angels are sent, the prophets are sent, and the people of God are sent to all places. Our church did not begin and was not established in Irvine. It was established many years ago by the Lord Jesus Christ and, uh, or Tustin, I should say, um, by the Lord Jesus Christ, and when St. Mark, the apostle, the evangelist, the martyr, the one, the Theorimus, you call him, the one who carried God, brought the truth of the gospel and its message to the land of Egypt. And from there, of course, it spread uh, in all uh, places of the world, and th as each of the apostles went out, the same could be said from their work. But we are, we are also likewise sent to different places, and many of you who were sent here from another place, and after this may be sent to another. And I believe that the Lord calls each one of us, <coughs> where we live, where we work, where we study, where we serve, for this purpose, that we have a work and a work to do in that place that nobody else can do. We are called to be, in this sense, an apostle. As St. Paul, he says, not all are apostles, with the sense not all are ordained or appointed with the same ministry of the 12 or the 72. That's usually explained <coughs> by the ministry, uh, uh, that of the bishop. Not all are tasked with that ministry. But as St. John Chrysostom says, that all of you are the bishop. When you go and preach to those who do not hear the gospel, when you go and heal those uh, with your words of comfort and of blessing, you are the mouth of the bishop. When you go and labor and carry someone who is in need with their burdens, then you are the feet of the bishop. The work of the church, which is this, how that we all carry the gospel and preach that message to the others. It is not just to pray and to escape and go to our house. Yes, the monks had this rule, but even within, they were still called, and the great Saint Anthony and all of the monks, to go to do different work in their time. As Saint Paul said, I will 
very gladly spend and be spent for your souls. Though the more abundantly I love you, the less I am loved. This work is the work of the apostle, the one who spends and gives him his life or her life for the other. And not expecting anything in return, not expecting people to say good things, not expecting people even to love him or her back. This is the love that is spent for the other without any expectation. True love keeps loving even though the one whom they love may or may not respond in the same way. It is like the nurse or the doctor sometime who is healing a patient that doesn't want to be uh, taken care of or that may be very frustrated and bitter and angry, but at the same time, uh, they know that they are in need of that help. And that is the work many times in the ministry when we serve or when we comfort or when we even give a word to another that maybe the response is not the same. Most of you parents understand what this means because many times when we have to do what is most important, we are not always in the company of those who are excited by that work and that discipline and that labor. How that we can be, as St. Paul who says, to spend and be spent. St. Paul, he says, who is weak and I'm not weak. <coughs> How that we cannot be a burden to others, but to carry their burdens. Like the four men who we will hear uh, very soon in uh, one of the upcoming Sundays, who carried their friend to the Lord and brought him uh, to the Lord Christ because he was unable uh, to reach him. How that, as St. Paul says, that we bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. It is a difficult thing, and someone will say, how can I carry the sins of others? I can barely carry my own. I can barely walk. I can barely reach. How can I be concerned with the needs or the burdens or the concerns of others? It's too much. But the work of the Christian is precisely that especially when it is and feels too, too, love, too much. Ambagathon, one of the monastics, that he saw someone who was leprous. And he said that the person who is leprous, not only may God heal, but he said, let me receive his suffering and let him take my healing. Who prays in this way? That, that, and there were some saints who asked and prayed for others to be healed and them to take the blessing of their sickness because they understood what is that type of blessing. Of course, it doesn't make any sense. We all don't want to be, n none of us by choice would like to be sick. But this was the understanding of what it means to love, to spend and be spent for the sake of the others. <coughs> or how do we, uh, believe uh, and understand that we are in need to be like these men to carry others. We are in need to labor and accept that burden of praying and fasting and loving others, that we are sent to heal the brokenhearted and to, to lift up those who are cast down as the Lord Jesus Christ came. This was his ministry. When you look in Luke, in the Gospel, according to St. Luke, in the very beginning of the Gospel, when it's mentioned by the angel, what is the Lord going to do? 
And he said, this is his task. This is his ministry. And when he called the disciples and the apostles and then sent them out, he said, what you saw me do, that you do. It's mentioned in the book of Acts that Lord Jesus Christ went about doing good. And anywhere that he was, there was good work. To the point where St. John says, we can't write everything. We are just taking selections and uh, even St. John took a selection of the selections that the other evangelist took. But for us, that ministry is how that we can go about doing good. How that even just the word of peace, the word of peace uh, that is mentioned to be there. Uh, they were saying in the, in the days uh, of St. Athanasius when he was in the midst of his exile. He walked through a certain city. It's in uh, the um, near Bulgaria, in those places. And it was known that he walked in one city. And so they decided to build four or five churches in that street where St. Athanasius walked in the middle of his journey. And for us, of course, we uh, are very uh, close and St. Athanasius is very dear to us. But the work of the apostle, which is that, that where he goes or where she goes, there are blessings that will come, even in the middle while he was walking in the midst of one a great tri trial or tribulation. That they would say, so-and-so lived here, so-and-so worked here. And this is what it means to have the special calling of the Christians, that where we are sent, where we are sent, we do our work with complete love and always taking about us the, the Lord Jesus Christ and the saints, bestowing upon others that blessing. Uh, I, I may have told you uh, the story last time of one who doctor uh, who came um, to me. He brought someone that wanted to come uh, and, and introduce him to the church. So I asked him, uh, what is your story? He said, I used to be Christian, and then I left Christianity, and then I decided to come back. Um, so I said, what changed your mind to come back again? He said, I went to the doctor. I said, I don't understand. Nobody usually go to the doctor when you're sick. He said, that's the doctor that I go to. And in the few minutes, he was, I fi find him full of joy, full of peace, full of wisdom. So I start to ask him. And he saw that I was troubled with my life. So in the short time that he was able to meet him, he was able to bring him not just to the church, but to the way of salvation. It's the minutes of that peace and glory that we, the Christian radiates the love, the mercy, and the kindness of God. That God may give you a word, not only for you and your edification, but also for others. May the Lord reach us with every spiritual blessing. Glory be to him now and ever into the age of all ages. Blessed are they.